Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Third base, fields it, coming home, and he can't get it out of his glove. The scoop is made. What a tag. Ben at least scooped it after Wilkin couldn't get it out of his glove. What a play by the catcher. Got one to hit. He puts it in the left field. Corona did not get a good jump, but he's winding in, and he will score. RBI for Bennett Lee. It's 3-2 with Forrest. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, folks. So we're going to talk about the things that are bothering us in the world of sports. And we want to hear from you and what's bothering you. You can call or text in. 501-661-1037. 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter, at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, got a fun-filled, loaded show for you. Because in the 2 o'clock hour, Matthew Musso, who's a friend of the show, who is out of ESPN 104.5 in Baton Rouge, he's actually covering the College World Series for the LSU Tigers. But uh, not only are we going to talk to him about his team that he's covering being up there and facing elimination tonight but we'll also get into some football news as well and uh, talk to him about uh, some of the things that they can expect this fall from the tigers and then in the three o'clock hour we're going to have chris gordy of sports talk 790 down in houston as uh, he's just a jack of all trades when it comes to all sports but definitely a big football guy and also been watching a lot of baseball too and uh, we'll talk to him about uh, all the things happening in the world of sports in that way and we'll, of course, have your phone calls and messages and work through some of the biggest headlines today. And I'll, I'll tell you that, uh, you know, with the College World Series, you heard the highlights there last night. Uh, pretty intense game. Now, they all have been. But last night with Wake Forest and LSU, uh, the type of game that people were expecting to see and hoping to see, I think it lived up to the expectation because, man, uh, you, you had big plays. It was a one-run game, 3-2. Wake Forest does get the victory. Did not come easy, but... Uh, just once again, continuing on the great games and the great matchups and the great moments that the College World Series has been able to provide this year so far in Omaha. Two teams that were number one this season, and they happen to be on the same side of the bracket. So we knew going into the College World Series that that bracket would be really competitive, and it's going to come down to uh, a game or a couple of games in the end to advance on to the College World Series Championship Series. But you have some heavy hitters on that side in, in that bracket. Oh, yeah. You got some, some big dudes in there, and you got some big teams in there, and you got uh, excitement surrounding all of it. And yesterday, uh, I was able to, when I was watching it live, it's amazing where that play that was made at the plate was, was such a smart play by Wake Forest and, and that third baseman, where if you're LSU, you, it's a tie game. You have runners at the corners with no outs, and you don't get any runs. 
that that's just brutal. But it made the difference in the game. Heads up play by the third baseman who bobbled it, uh, was able to throw it home. The catcher made a great play, got the tag just barely. They went and reviewed it. Uh, it took a long time, but they decided, hey, the call in the field stands. He's out. And then after that, LSU hit into a double play. Wake Forest comes back and ends up scoring there in the ninth inning and uh, taking care of business and, and winning the game in impressive fashion. So just goes to show you that, hey, you know, that one play, if that third baseman doesn't make that throw or if, that, if it's not where exactly it needs to be and LSU scores right then and there, the game changes and LSU – may even ends up winning it, but it's, that's what makes baseball just in general so much fun and so grueling depending on which side you're on. And knowing that just a one play, a one, one second, one inch, whatever you want to say, can just make the difference between you moving on and being undefeated in the College World Series to now facing elimination, having to play the next day against another team that's facing elimination. The base runner got laid into a slide, and that was why the catcher was able to put the tag on him because he actually got his knee. Now, normally, if you're going into a headfirst slide, your legs are going to be parallel to the ground, but he had one leg that was parallel to the ground, and the other was up because his knee was there because he got into the slide late, and the catcher was able to make a tag on his knee. And that was it, it took that detail for them to be able to get that out. And even uh, as the catcher, you would think that he would have had a chance to tag him on his hand. His hand actually went over the glove, so he would have been able to touch the plate. And, you know, part of the replay, it appeared that maybe that happened. But then when you saw his knee was up and the catcher was able to sneak in there, get the tag on the knee, that was just a subtle difference. I mean, just all of those things, just in that sequence of plays, the, the catch and, and the bobbling and the throw and, and where, where the throw ends up hitting, where the catcher's mitt is at, where he goes to tag. And like you talked about the slide and how if it was different, it would have been that way. It was just... Incredible. It was an incredible game. And I thought that overall, and just in baseball in general, some people like a lot of home runs, a lot of runs being scored. Some people like the low-scoring game. But to me, that type of game is uh, one of my favorites where it's, you know, 3-2, to 4-3, something like that. You got runs. You got some offense. But the hitting is what is, comes up big. And not just with home runs, but just grinding out some, some big-time hits, the comeback that Wake Forest had. And then to, to top it all off, too, I'll say this: the umpire was behind home plate, consistent to say the inconsistent to say the least. It seemed like both Wake Forest and LSU were pretty upset. At least the fan bases were by some of the calls there. But uh, when when it's even across the board, and you got to come up with the big plays, Wake Forest was the ones that were able to do it. And now uh, they're sitting there, sitting pretty, in fact, because now they get a day off and they wait uh, to see about the winner of LSU in Tennessee tonight, which Tennessee was able to win yesterday as well in a. A uh, pretty wild comeback against Stanford. And then you have to beat Wake Forest twice after that. So pretty pretty tough thing for anybody to ask, but that's the crazy thing about baseball. You can just you just never know what could happen in these games. Get rewarded at the College World Series and even going back to regional play. If you win your first two games, that's always going to put you in a good position where double elimination, you have to lose the a next you know couple of games before the other team can advance. And so... If you're able to win those first two games, it's always going to give you a big-time advantage. But it's just like looking at series. If you win the first two games of a series, doesn't mean the work is done. you still got plenty of work to do. So they're in a good position because they have won those first two games, but they still have plenty to get done. Oh, yeah. Wake Forest, in fact, uh, I saw some, and not that I know a whole lot of Wake Forest baseball fans, but I did see some fans that were feeling confident, and rightfully so. You should. You, you had a great game and everything. But it's almost like, well, you know, I just don't see it happening. There's no way that they could beat us twice with the pitching that they're going to have. And, you know, we're going to have rest and, and all of those things. I'm like, man, just I, I almost don't even want to say, oh, that gives anyone an advantage. Just because baseball is such a weird sport like that where, I mean, am I going to predict LSU or Tennessee to beat Wake Forest twice? Probably not. But with baseball, man, you just never know what could happen. You can't just say, oh, we got the pitching. We got the rest. It's all going to be fine. Uh, because these other teams too, it, it's about their hitting. It's about when you know having those clutch hits when they get on base, and uh, all it takes is one big swing or one bad swing to to make a difference in these games too. So you can't, if you're Wake Forest even, or if you're Florida even, these teams that haven't lost yet, you can't just start feeling yourself too early because you still got a lot of work to do. And any of these teams, there's a reason why they're here in Omaha. There's a reason why they're in the World Series. Any of these teams are capable of beating you twice 
because they have a lot of talent and uh, a lot of good coaching and uh, a lot of momentum, too, if they're able to get a win tonight as well. A day of rest also helps with the pitching for certain teams to be able to line up their pitching and not have to use so many pitchers because you're going to have to play those extra games. And so that's always something we talk about this time of the year, that pitching is so important to teams and having your pitching lined up. So that is an advantage, but it still doesn't – you still have to do it on the field. Everything on paper lines up for you to go on and win the College World Series, but you still have to do it on the field. Yeah, you got to take care of business. And I got a little bit of heat yesterday, which is fine, because I I don't know how you feel about it, Joe, or how anybody else feels about it, but I absolutely hate the stupid beach balls in the stands. I hate them. I hate because they have to stop play and have to run over there and they have to throw the beach ball back or whatever and then give it 10 minutes and it's back there in the field too. I hated it last year when I was at Omaha. I hated it this year. And kudos to that Wake Forest outfielder because he went over there and just popped it, just deflated it and stuffed it in his back pocket. And everyone booed him. But I'm like, thank you, sir. Thank you. I tweet that out and everyone's like, oh, John Neighbors hates fun. He hates fun. <laughs> it's like, no, I just, I, like, I don't want to see, like you can have beach balls and everything, but it becomes a problem where you have to stop the games. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that in any sport. Like, go crazy, go nuts, have a good time, have some fun up there. But if you continue to do things that ends up having to, all right, Ump has to do this, put his arms up, and got one of the outfielders has to take his mind off the game and what's going on, so he's got to run over and get the beach ball and throw it back. I mean, I know it's Trigger Tuesday, and I'm probably using up all my triggering here, but that was just something I got so frustrated by and have been in Omaha where – it just is nonsense. You should never have to stop a game so many times because of a beach ball being on the field. Yeah, I mean, in the big picture, don't think it's that big of a deal. But, um, you know, the fans, they're trying to have fun in the stands. And maybe if they did, you know, make some kind of announcements to try to keep the beach balls in the stands <laughs> and not getting on the field, sometimes it's hard to, to do that where it will get on the field. But, in the big picture, don't think it's that big of a deal. It's not. It's just for me. It's more of my annoyances because I have, like, the little things bother me, stuff like that. You know, forget the uh, the umpire being inconsistent behind home plate. Forget that noise. I'm mad about the beach ball getting out on the field and having to stop play. I was just thinking about it more from my perspective. If I was an outfielder, uh, you know, if I'm a baseball player out there and I'm focused on the game, I'm in the World Series, College World Series. And I'm lasered in. I'm having to be there at every play, at every pitch. About to miss a foul ball or a fly ball because you don't have your shades Dude, on. My, that, what is happening here? Like, what are you doing, my man? I, I don't know if anyone's ever seen that meme of, uh, they always say it's a Texas A&M fan, but it's a guy in the stands with a backwards hat on and he's holding his uh, hand over his eyes to, it's like, dude, you have a hat, turn it around and you'll keep the sun out of your eyes. I was like, what I felt like last night. Like, you have sunglasses on, but they're on top of your hat. And then look at you. Luckily, it didn't Upside cost him Upside down also. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, man? I, I know that, you know, it's if, he, if that play doesn't happen, he makes the call. Nobody cares. But when the sun was in your eyes, it's like, you, you had sunglasses, man. I thought that's what, they, that's what they were for. That's not what they're for. They're for style. Yeah. Now, they did have the ones that many outfielders used years ago that, that flipped down, mm-hmm. which that was convenient. But... Now they just wear them, and then I don't know how you're supposed to get a read on the ball, get them on, and then still concentrate on the ball. Yeah, I, I don't think that you could do that. And also, they have to make sure that those massive Viper sunglasses, you know, that like literally cover up uh, over half of your face. Which, again, style's fine. You want to look good out there. You want to be yourself. That's fine. But, man, if you got sunglasses and you try to make a play on a ball and you can't see the ball because of the sun being in your face... Maybe you uh, need to recon, uh, <laughs> reconsider some things when it comes to your style. But either way, we got a lot to get to here on Out of Bounds. 501-661-1037 is the number to call in. More Trigger Tuesday coming up next, so stay with us. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. This 
Sports Center. The College World Series has continued to deliver exciting game after exciting game. We had two more of those yesterday. Tennessee eliminated Stanford with a 6-4 victory. The Cardinal had a 4-0 lead. Tennessee struck for 4 in the 5th, 2 in the 7th to hold on to that 6-4 advantage. Then Wake Forest rallied past LSU last night. The number one seed was facing a 2-0 deficit. They scratched across a couple runs. They got by a sticky situation in the 8th when runners were on 1st and 3rd for LSU with nobody out. Then Wake Forest was able to scratch across one more run to get the win in the bottom of the 8th. And today is Elimination Tuesday. Wake Forest and Florida await opponents. TCU and Oral Roberts will play an elimination game to see who takes on Florida. And then LSU needs Tennessee to play Wake Forest. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Guadney Chevrolet has redeployed. Deal Team 6. These guys didn't retire. They reloaded and declared it truck month without GM's blessing. Bite the bullet and get up to 7500 off select Silverados in stock with eligible trade. Trading a 2009 or newer? Stack the rebates. As high as 4250 on 2023 Silverado. Upgrade your family's personnel carrier to a 2023 Equinox with 2000 off in stock units. Why shop a mine? field of questionable used cars. Browse a huge selection of pristine pre-owned with Guadney's Deal Team 6 today. Guadney Chevrolet, the top gun of Arkansas's Chevy dealers. Coming from Little Rock? Avoid any traffic or construction by taking the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main, then left on Bailey. To our front door, 1301 TP White Drive. Call 501-982-2102. GuadneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offered with approved credit. See dealer for details. Is your air conditioning system ready for the heat? Middleton Heat and Air is ready to keep your home and family cool this summer. Let us check your system before it gets hot. We offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from 8 to 8 even on weekends. See why we install more heat and air systems in Arkansas than anyone. Call Middleton today at 501-224-4888. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See shelter agents Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Todd Session in Moralton, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. Get a great deal on select Kubota equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup features performance match attachments to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down, 0% APR for 84 months. Now through June 30th. See them or go to KubotaUSA.com slash offers for full disclaimer. Visit your leading Kubota dealers today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. River Valley Tractor. Hey folks, Wild Bill here with Magic Mark at Motorsports Authority in Hot Springs and Russellville. Folks, we're kicking off our third annual Sizzling Summer Sell-Off, and my goodness, do we have the inventory. That's right, Bill. We've got the best inventory we've ever had. Not going to last long. Terrains, rogues, forerunners, pilots, escapes. And don't forget, we say yes. Come see us. We've got plenty of financing options for you to get you in the vehicle of your dreams. And if you can't make it to one of our locations, you can always visit us online at msastore.com. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. We do things around here my way. You understand that? You show me the kind of smarts. Makes me wonder if you know the difference between a sneeze and a wet fart. You're going to be second string all your life, boy. On 1037 The Buzz. Every time you come around, you know I can't say no. Every time the sun goes down, I let you take control. Late nights, sitting alone, conversations with a stranger. 
Downs here on the Trigger Tuesday. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. If you want in on the conversation, 501-661-1037 is that number to call or to text in. Also get after us in the Asher Record Live fan feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNavers. We're talking about the College World Series, which is uh, also going on right now. So uh, had a few elimination games that are going to keep on going, which, again, is nice anytime you have sports, live sports on uh, during uh, during the show. But TCU and Oral Roberts, of course, Arkansas knows a little bit about TCU. Uh, they are sitting tied at zero in the top of the second, but TCU's up to bat with runners at second and third with only one out, so they may try to take advantage of this. But I don't know. I'm still team Oral Roberts, not because TCU lost to Arkansas, but because underdogs, they got the kids from Arkansas that are on the team, so... I'm I'm rooting for the uh, what are they Golden Eagles is that these, uh, is that Oral Roberts I believe uh, Eagles yeah yeah something I don't know I just call them ORU ORU let's go with that but that's uh, <laughs> that's who I'm rooting for I uh, think that was a combination of Tulsa and Oral Roberts there <laughs> Golden maybe so because they were Golden Hurricane oh yeah that's probably what it is yeah a little combination both being there in the Tulsa area so yeah but we'll keep you updated on that one. As uh, both teams trying to keep their hopes alive. Oh, they are Golden Eagles. So they are Golden Eagles. Okay. So you got the Golden Hurricanes and the Golden Eagles all in the same area, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Tulsa, big golden city, apparently. Big golden town. All about that gold over there. Uh, okay. There you go. Pretty interesting. Um, first Arkansas, or excuse me, the text line. I keep having to remember to do that. Uh, sponsorship is open, by the way, for that, folks. So if you're uh, looking to sponsor our text line here on 103.7 The Buzz, just email sales at 1037thebuzz.com, and we'll get you all set up for that. Uh, but <laughs> 501 says, this is a Justin Acre no fun rant. Well, I, I, I do hang around Acre a little bit, so maybe it's starting to rub off on me. Uh, but uh, William also says, uh, yeah, so he's talking about the studio cameras that we're doing. He says, really enjoy the show, and uh, says, uh, we like to see you guys' faces on there. Well, thanks from, the, uh, from William there. Yeah, we like to see our faces, too. It's another thing. Appreciate it, William. Yeah, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. If you haven't followed 103.7 The Buzz on there, do so because uh, we are live streaming all shows here on The Buzz Network and uh, making it uh, another way to watch and to listen to us each and every day. And also from the Asher Record Live fan feedback, uh, Mikey one says, uh, perfect example of bad baseball last night. Tying run on third, no outs. The runner and coach has to throw a ground ball to third to make sure it's through should not be running on contact especially where the fielder was playing also the lack of bunting in college baseball is ridiculous sacrifice squeeze move the runner to second so you can't hit into a double play that late in the game try to do everything you can to get that tying run in lsu had the pitching to go with the distance if it went to extras took a page out of the van horn playbook there wow okay nice little shot there well not a lot of small ball uh, to the point there but at the time that there was a lot of small ball being played, or if there are teams that play a lot of small ball, then there's the other side where people complain about that. They don't hit enough balls you know, out of the yard. They don't hit enough home runs. They don't hit enough doubles. So, And uh, there, there's always going to be some kind of conflict to whatever you're doing. It's going to be, well, or contrast on the other side. This is what somebody wants to see more of because they don't see it because of that, that particular style. But we know that all teams have a certain style. Now, everybody wants to be able to do everything well, but it just doesn't happen like that. Some teams are better at small ball. Some teams are better at hitting the ball out of the yard. Yeah, me, it's like if you are doing something right as a team and you have gotten to the point to where you're at, and in this case in the College World Series, you get to the point to where suddenly any sort of mistake or any sort of bad play negative play, whatever it is, it constantly goes back to, well, this is what they should have done. Even if they haven't done that all year, even if it's not something that they as a team do often, it's like, oh, no, this is, this is what needs to happen. This is what uh, should be done. And I, I don't know, I, I kind of hate that whole like hindsight thing. Because here's the deal, like we talk about so much, Joe, if they do it one way and it works, no one says anything. Like last night, if that throw was just a little bit off or if the slide was a little bit better and they score 
nobody saying, "Man, LSU, that was dumb. That was a bad move. You shouldn't have, you know, you shouldn't have, you should have done the small ball. You should have bunted, you should have squeezed bunted, whatever it is." It's like, no, you scored. It worked out. But sometimes, especially in baseball, you just got to give credit where credit is due to the other team, where they just make a fantastic play. It's not always just, oh, coaching decisions are bad. If you get there to a certain point, if you're having success doing it a certain way, and it just doesn't work out for you. I don't see that as always just a bad coaching thing. It's more about, in a lot of cases, the other team just making a play. Yeah, as, as a coach, you want to be able to coach at all, but sometimes the talent on the field, the way your team is constructed, then you play a certain way. You play to the strength of the team, and if their strength isn't hitting, hitting the ball out of the park or if their strength isn't playing small ball, you have to play the way you're accustomed to playing that's you know what got you there, and you don't want to try to change midstream or when you, when you get in a certain position because it really is going to be ineffective at that point. Yeah, it's like in football when you have a team that does nothing but line up and shotgun all the time, and they're in the national championship game, and it's fourth down, and they are unable to get it in from a yard out out of the shotgun, and everyone's just irate. It's like, well, you never did shotgun at all. Why would suddenly you line up under center? And who's to say that would work if that hasn't been your identity? It's just easy to kind of look back at hindsight and say you should have done this, you should have done that. And I don't know. I just feel like sometimes it gets overblown a little bit too. But um, that that's baseball. I don't, and I'm not sitting here trying to say I know much about baseball, but just watching these games and watching the intensity and watching the plays, like sometimes you see mistakes that are end up being costly. And sometimes you see mistakes that, are costly, and that's both from players and it's also from coaches, as we've seen in the College World Series, too. So, I uh, guess TCU just scored on uh, bases loaded a walk. Is yes. that correct? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's. Is that the worst type of way to give up a run in college and in, in baseball in Pass general? Ball, maybe, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's up there. I feel we, like, saw, we saw that happen in a game yesterday with Tennessee and yeah. Stafford. In a tight game, you get a pass ball and you get that run that comes in. Yeah, that's, that's brutal. No, that's brutal. I feel like walking when the bases are loaded with two outs and you give you give a walk and if it's a three two count full count whatever and it's just a, a great read by the hitter I'm all for it. but if you get up and just have four straight pitches or four straight walk, uh, balls and end up walking them uh, that's uh, that's that's never a good thing too so but TCU is leading one nothing and now it looks like there may be a pitching change or at least a conference there at the mound as well. Uh, let's see. Uh, some other news, too, when it comes to the world of sports that I think is uh, pretty funny. We know the NBA draft is happening this week, and very interesting to see uh, not only where everybody ends up going, but especially the kids here in the state of Arkansas and that played for the Razorbacks, Anthony Black, Nick Smith, Jordan Walsh, Ricky Council, see uh, what they're going to end up being picked at. But I thought it was really funny seeing that Adrian Wojnarowski has uh, uh, promises, at least, not to leak the picks during the NBA draft this year. Because I guess that was something that he got criticized for, where he was getting there early and started reporting it, which I I don't know. And it kind of made me start thinking about this. If you're somebody who obviously watches live sports, follow on social media at the same time, that's something that I do. Are you somebody that gets annoyed or that hates if somebody is ahead of you, whether it's a delay on the stream or maybe it's a reporter, and they tweet it out or they break the news before you get to see it yourself. I don't know if that's something that uh, people get upset by because I actually would rather know first and then get to see it in action most of the time. But I honestly understand people want organically to have it come to them whenever they're watching a game or watching the draft or whatever it may be too. Because of streaming, that's something that all TV stations have had to get used to here recently where um, even – They've had to change their camera views when they're sitting with a potential draft picks family and uh, they get that reaction before the pick is announced. That's something that they've had to change here over the past few years where they delay it because they know that it's delayed on the broadcast. So it, it's something that has been a change throughout drafts here in the past few years. And uh, they continue to try to make sure it's going to line up even more so then get the info out before you actually see it from the feed on TV. Yeah, I like the thing, like for Razorback basketball, for instance. See, we play the games here on 1037 The Buzz on the radio broadcast, and I don't know how instantaneous it is from the actual action happening on the court, but when it comes to the delay, it's next to nothing 
via radio broadcast. And so I like, if it's a road game, listening to the radio broadcast and then watching the stream or watching the, the game on mute, not only because the Golden Pipes of Chuck Barrett and Coach Z really uh, makes it a lot better, but I kind of like knowing what's going to happen first, and then when I watch it, I can see how it happens and how it breaks down, kind of knowing what to expect. And maybe I'm weird like that. Maybe I'm the only one that does that. But that's what made me think about this with Adrian Wojnarowski, uh, you know, doing his job, which is breaking news and getting ahead of the game. That's kind of what he has been doing and why he makes such a good living at it. But I also understand people, hey, just let us watch it and enjoy it and not have to worry about uh, getting notifications on ESPN on our phone saying, breaking news, Adrian Wojnarowski says that so-and-so is drafting so-and-so with the sixth pick and you're at pick three. You know, you just... You know, you don't want to see that. You don't want. You don't want to. Deal it's with not that. that far behind, though. But imagine it being the NBA draft lottery, and you listening to it on radio as opposed to watching a live feed on TV somewhere, and you know that you know who the num- who's getting the number one pick before it's ever announced. If somebody is tweeting it out or somebody on social media has that info, that would kind of be worst case scenario where you get the info like that. If you're watching it on TV and you want to be able to watch watch it happen in real time, yeah. Well, because what was it that Chris Paul was saying yesterday? Uh, that how he found out he was getting traded. Well, his son was texted him and yeah. said uh, it came up on social media or it was online that he got traded, and he said he was actually on a flight. So his son let him know that he was part of this trade package. <laughs> that would be the weirdest thing ever, especially somebody like Chris Paul, who has been an All Star, has been an iconic player, and uh, you know, knowing what uh, he's accomplished to know that you're getting traded via your son texting you and saying, hey, this is, uh, I read about this on social media or whatever. Like, that would just supposed to be such a weird thing, but I guess it's the day and age we live in where, like, I just want to know how do these leaks happen? How do they know before, do, like, do the owners or do the general managers, whoever's doing these trades, do they just not tell them That's immediately? That's what had to happen. Like, it, it had to happen. And usually... Players are aware of, if they're having talks, before it even gets finalized, players are aware of what's going on, what the situation is, if they're being included in a trade package. But in this case, maybe it's because the Suns had already, the info was out there with a source saying that the Suns were going to be moving on from Chris Paul. Maybe they didn't feel like they needed to give him the info of how it was going to be done. It was just that... It was whether it's going to be a trade or if he was going to be waived. And in this case, it's a trade. So I don't think they felt the need to include him in on the info because everybody knew that the end was happening with the Suns. So if you were a player like Chris Paul, for instance, would you, I wouldn't say demand, but if, would you prefer to be like, hey, like one-on-one in-person meeting when you find out something like that? Do you just want to, you know, cut it off and find out via text message and be done with it? Like, how would you want to find out that your job, your team, your career, your everything is changing from those who are making those decisions? Well, the best way to go about it would be somebody at least giving you a phone call. It doesn't have to be face-to-face. It could right. be somebody giving you a phone call to say, this is where we are, and we're looking at making a trade here, and you're being included in it. So, of course, you want to have the info from the people that are making the decisions and not just hear about it online but it you know where do you cut that off do you only let the people in on it that are involved in in certain trade packages or do you let because we hear all the time about players saying well i had no idea that this player was being traded well what are they supposed to do call a meeting with the entire team and especially in the off season yeah. are you supposed to get everybody on a conference call or everybody on some kind of video call to say hey, this is where we are as an organization. This is what we're thinking about. This is what we're about to do. That's not the way it happens. No, and I don't think that's that shouldn't be the way anyone should expect it to happen either. Uh, I always think back to the movie Moneyball, which I actually watched the other day. It's still an incredible movie. But uh, when uh, Brad Pitt's talking with the Jonah Hill's character and saying, you know, you're going to have to cut somebody, and he says, you know, goes through the example and pushes back and kind of messes with him, he says, hey, these guys are professional ball players." He's like, don't just tell them directly. Just let them know. And, you know, I feel like maybe that's not the case with every player in every sport in every league. But at the end of the day, they are professionals. They're professional players that understand the business and how it goes about. So if you just do it very directly, very succinctly and cut it off, 
I think that's the best way to do it. But I agree, you want to hear it from the people that are actually doing those decisions and, and making those decisions instead of hearing about it from your son <laughs> or something like that via social media. Like, that's the better way to do it. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Uh, on our text line, i got a few people chiming in. Uh, 501 says, Chris Paul is Steve Nash 2.0. Right. Okay, give some details on what you mean by that. Now, Steve Nash never won a championship, so of course you can uh, you can make those comparisons. Yeah, but uh, he did win back-to-back MVPs, and I know that uh, Shaq is still not bummed by that or perturbed by that when he did. But yeah, yeah, go into detail on that one. Also, from the uh, from Randall, he says Randall says a uh, worst way to give up a run is to let a routine pop-up foul ball hit the ground that would have been the last out of the game. <laughs> And end up giving up the winning run off a hit just moments later. Yeah, thanks, Randall. Appreciate that. Yeah, that is the worst game, the worst way to lose a game. Appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, From the five hundred one says, "What triggers me today? The dog days of summer, which officially begin tomorrow. All we are hearing about is how so and so will be a potential in the NBA draft, and how all the high school player and high school and transfer players incoming football players look good. Blah blah blah. The truth is, none of us have any idea how good any of these players are until." and what they're going to do until they're actually on the field and court during a real game. It's time to hit the rivers, kayaking, to hike on the mountaintops, and savor the summer. Football will be back before we know it. Enjoy that, then. Yeah. Enjoy getting some time outdoors. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Uh, 501 says, unless you're listening on the app, that, that has a two-minute delay. Yeah, the, the app has a delay, but as far as the radio station itself, if you're listening on the old-school frequency of 103.7 FM, uh, it's pretty instantaneous. Also from the 501 says, Hey guys, great show. I may be late to the party on this one, but in case, just in case I ran across a show last night on Amazon Prime, and it was a documentary about Mitch Mustang. Very interesting. Anyway, wanted to know if you guys have seen it. JC from Bryant. Uh, I assume you're talking about the identity theft of Mitch Mustang, that special that they uh, put together many years ago. And yes, I have seen it. And it is very interesting. Um, in fact, if you're remembering that time when all that was going down uh, with the Springdale 5 saga and the Gus Malzahn Houston nut deal, I'd encourage you to watch it because it is pretty interesting. I didn't realize it was still on Amazon Prime, though. I may have to go back and rewatch it. It's been many years since I've checked it out. So Yeah, those things don't go away. They, yeah. they try to put them there and for your viewing pleasure so you can go back and watch it forever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's really good. It's one of those things that uh, there's a lot of info there, and maybe every so often you do go back and rewatch it just to kind of get a refresher on it. Yeah, because for those of you that don't remember it, when you watch that special, you'll see and get those vibes of like, yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was pretty crazy for a lot of different reasons there, too. So, But yeah, it's a, it's a good one for sure, JC. We are up against it, though. We're going to take commercial break when we come back. We are going to get into what's trending in the world of sports, presented by West Rock Coffee. Go through some of those headlines and keep it moving here on a Trigger Tuesday on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Farrell Cole Community Federal Credit Union in Benton in their summertime auto loan special. Interest rates as low as 2.49%, no payments for 90 days or 84 months financing. Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models, or you can refinance your current auto loan. Apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Get Dad something he actually wants for Father's Day with a Brewskies gift card. It's the perfect gift for the guy who's got everything. The spending amount is customizable, and they don't expire so Dad can use it anytime. Save it for the next big game, use it out for lunch downtown, or maybe drinks before a concert. Just stop by Brewskies and tell your bartender or server that you're getting Dad the best Father's Day gift ever. And they'll set you up with a Brewskies gift card. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. 
At Taco Bell, we like to keep mornings simple. Because before 11 a.m., you're not down for whatever. No. You're not interested in trying new things. No. You want a breakfast that's toned down and delicious, like the breakfast crunch wrap with fluffy eggs, sausage, melty cheese, and a crispy hash brown and a grilled tortilla. I want to eat that. See? You may not be a morning person, but it's morning. And you're a person. Taco Bell breakfast, served until 11 a.m. At participating Taco Bell stores during breakfast hours only while supplies last. I didn't ask to be thrown in the streets with nowhere to go, but I did ask for help, and Covenant House was there for me. One in ten young adults will experience a form of homelessness this year. For these kids who didn't ask to be put in this unthinkable situation, Covenant House is there, providing hot meals, a safe place to sleep, medical care, and love. They just really genuinely just wanted to help me succeed, and I'm succeeding. To learn more, go to safeplacetosleep.org today. Listen for Champs and Chumps Friday during the Zone, brought to you by Everbowl, providing craft superfoods, acai bowls, and smoothies that fuel you for an active, unevolved, and healthy lifestyle. Located at the Pleasant Ridge Shopping Center in West Little Rock, next to Santo Coyote. CareLink, Central Arkansas's area agency on aging, strives to alleviate the stresses family caregivers experience when caring for older loved ones by providing services such as home care and Meals on Wheels in Central Arkansas. Learn more about helping a parent or grandparent at carelink.org or by calling 372-5300 or toll free at 800-482-6359. This message brought to you by CareLink, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and this station. Howie, who is Robert Irwin Jewelers? Well, the short story is my uncle Robert and my dad Irwin. They founded the company in 1977. So what's made Robert Irwin Jewelers so successful? We just do things differently. Like what? Well, for one thing, we give you peace of mind because we've got the meant-to-be guarantee. When you buy your loose diamond and your custom-made engagement ring, you've got one full year to return it. If it's meant to be, it's from Robert Irwin Jewelers. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. RIJewelers.com. Free financing. McCain Mall and the Pleasant Ridge Town Center. In Little Rock. Hi, I'm Trey Reed from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, inviting you to join me every Wednesday morning for the latest news from the great outdoors. It's brought to you by Arts Marine in North Little Rock, now under new ownership, but with the same familiar faces and incredible service you've known for years, plus the area's best selection of boating parts and supplies. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Oh, man. Talk radio. Yes, talk radio. So boring, man. Okay, okay. The car just Just committed suicide. Shut up, man. On 1037 The Buzz. If your top four vehicle you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet, Guadney has best deals in the market, been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Get 2000 off in-stock 2023 Equinox. Guadney Chevrolet is offering great deals, up to $7,500 off a new Silverado, and that's when you trade in a 2009 or newer. So get in touch with Guadney for details on that. 5.9% is available for 72 months on Silverado when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. Everything new is as low as 6.99 through GM Financial. And pre-owns, they're good enough for mom. They're not going to put you in a vehicle they wouldn't feel comfortable putting their own mom in. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles. So you get a great deal on a vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's Trigger Tuesday, and we'll have what's trending in the world of sports in just a second. But a few people uh, on our text line uh, chiming in. This one comes from uh, the 501 when talking about Chris Paul being Steve Nash 2.0. He follows up and says he never won, screwed over by the league just like Chris Paul was when he should have joined the Lakers. He was Steve Nash did join the Lakers. He did. So yeah, wonder as far as what do you mean how how 
Steve Nash, how you know what? What did the league do to him? Follow up with the follow up there on the on the five hundred one. Because isn't that the reason why Steve Nash joined the Lakers is because Chris Paul was barred from joining the Lakers? Isn't that who they went with instead around that time? Maybe from putting it together. Uh, I think that the Steve Nash deal came together after after that. Okay. But yeah, um, the Lakers are always looking into making some trades, and so if um, if something falls through where they can't get a certain player, they're always looking into upgrading that roster and and trying to get the best players that are available at the time. Also from uh, Hawk Frickin' Wild says, uh, John and Joe, Chris Paul is a good NBA player, but he is very injury prone and it has killed his team. Phoenix could have won the NBA championship if Chris Paul was not. Oh, hurt. that's true. Yeah, that's something you have to worry about with Chris Paul every year, especially in postseason. When you get to postseason and Everything is really important at that time. It seems like when they're on the cusp, they there's always some kind of key injury with Chris Paul that prevents the team from moving on. Yeah. And then finally, this uh, comes from the 501. says, guys, I'm already hoping you're working on this. If not, using a Texas Longhorn as your lead for the show just doesn't need to be changed, but it is required. And I said, who? And he says, Jalen Catalan does your lead in, and he plays for Texas now. What lead in do we have with Jalen Catalan? <laughs> <laughs> Got me on that. Yeah, that's say because I looked at the last lead, and it was from the movie Pineapple Express as far as that quote goes. And I don't know. We'll, we'll go back, but I'll tell you what. If, if there's any sort of uh, Texas players around here on this station, we'll make sure to get a change for you. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll look into that for you, the 501. All right. Well, a few things happened in the world of sports, so let's go ahead and talk about what's trending in it. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? We already talked about it, but just to reiterate the fact that Chris Paul, we know, was dealt with uh, as far as trades go, and and he was surprised by it, is what the report is saying. That uh, He even implied that Isaiah Thomas, the former Detroit Pistons legend, who is good friends with the new Suns owner, Matt Ishbia, was involved in the decision-making process. He told the New York Times, quote, It's just, it's tough, seriously, it's part of the business. And what you realize is that no one owes you anything, no matter how you are with them or what you do. You realize that in this business, nobody owes you anything as it should be. But when it comes through and my son texts me, I realize that, you know, Matt and Isaiah, I guess, just wanted to go in a different direction. He already knew they wanted to go in a different direction. And and then that's him putting out secrets within the organization because there hasn't been anything official about Isaiah Thomas and even in an advisory role or any kind of role that he may have with the Phoenix Suns. So now that's Chris Paul putting that info out there that nobody knew. Yeah, because I didn't have any clue about that and wouldn't even made that connection. But that's the way Chris Paul feels about it. It's become a headline certainly now. Also with the Mountain West Conference, we know they've had some issues with San Diego State and San Diego State saying, ah, we're going to leave, but we may not. We'll see. Maybe two months. Get back with us. Well, either way, the Mountain West Conference sent an additional letter to San Diego State on Friday informing the school that at this time, the conference will not approve any exceptions the school had requested last week when it gave a notice that it intends to resign from the conference. They had requested a one-month extension given unforeseen delays involving other collegiate athletic conferences beyond their control. Uh, plus a reduced exit fee and the ability to pay the exit fee in installments. And the Mountain West said, no, you're not getting any of those exceptions. So why would you give, why would the Mountain West, if you're leaving, why would you give exceptions to a place that is not only leaving your conference, but also is wanting the fee, the exit fee to be reduced, and then on top of that, pay it in installments? Like, no. You're, you're, you're no exceptions for you. You got to get that done. You figure it out. You yeah, figure out if the you money. want out, then that's the penalty that has to be paid. And if you can't do it, then you have to stick around. Like what other contract? I would love to know how that would work. Like if I have a contract with my internet provider, for instance, and you know what? I'm like, you're paying too much. It's like, what do, what do we do here? I'm like, all right. Well, here's the thing. I want out, even though I signed a year contract, but I want out early. I don't want to have to pay a penalty. 
And the penalty that's remaining, I want to do in installments. Now, in that case, they will take installments because they want their money. That's true. But even if it's reduced, <laughs> though, it's like I feel like you can you either do one or the other. You either do installments or it gets reduced. You can't have both. That's ridiculous. But you know, I, I don't blame the Mountain West for doing it the, the way that they wanted to do it. That's totally fine. Uh, another crazy story. So I didn't realize this, but there's a four-star quarterback named Austin Simmons. And he's six foot three, 200 pounds. And he's homeschooled, and he's taking online courses. He's a sophomore athletically, but has completed his high school core classes and has finished 15 college credits. And this allows him to play football uh, at Pahokee while living with his dad in Canal Point and play baseball in Dade County while living with his mom in Miami. But apparently because of this, this kid is going to be able to reclassify as a 2025 quarterback by skipping not only his junior year, but his senior year as well for what most kids would play in high school. So you're talking about a kid that'll be 16 years old, legally to play and enroll in college, and he's a four-star quarterback that's currently committed to the Ole Miss Rebels. The benefits of being homeschooled, you can graduate whenever you finish all the requirements. I thought that was wild. I I couldn't imagine. I, I barely was ready at all. Actually, I wasn't ready at all for college at 18. But imagine being 16. It's like, all right, you get to go to college, man. Here you go. Recently, there have been a few stories where there have been 12- and 13-year-olds that have completed their college courses. So nothing athletic was tied to it. But we see cases of people that are younger that they go on to finish their college credits and they graduate, they get their degree at a young age. Well, he has a 5.34 GPA. Can't argue with that. No, because to be honest... Didn't even know that was possible. I know you could go a little bit over with those AP classes, but again, hey, whatever works, kid. Can't wait to see how it all plays out for you. But just a really crazy story there for that Ole Miss uh, quarterback commitment uh, there with Austin Simmons. We'll have more headlines we'll get to, but we got to take a top-of-the-hour update when we come back. Going to have Matthew Musso of ESPN 104.5 Baton Rouge. Talk to him about the College World Series, about the LSU Tigers baseball team, but also getting a little football talk as well. It's all coming up on the next segment here on Out of Bounds on Trigger Tuesday. So stay with us. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. 